Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the OzNZ Community Podcast. This is episode three of season two of the podcast. This is your host, Jack Rabbit, saying good day and welcome to our listeners. Welcome also to two of my favorite podcast hosts, Eve and Pete. How are you both? Uh, doing amazing. Doing amazing. I'm not sure which one's the favorite, Pete. Is it me or you? <laughs> Oh, I equally guess we'll just have to find out. <laughs> uh, equally, equally favorite. Oh, equally I favorite. I don't think I could do 50-50. <laughs> oh. Sometimes yeah. you and sometimes Pete. It it uh, it depends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. no. All good. All good. <laughs> how are you? How are you, Pete? I am good. I'm very good. I've um, okay. had a bit of a nap today, so I'm full of energy. <laughs> ah, naps are great. Naps are great. And oh, also so welcome. Good. Welcome to the uh, the podcast. Our special guest for today, Lady Ain. How are you? I'm really great, JR. Thanks. Okay, we're so glad to have you here. But before oh. anything else, um, yeah, before anything else, um, we would like to mention about the recent um podcast episode that we launched on YouTube and Spotify with uh the Fingersoft community managers. Um, it has been a, a great episode. And uh, we would like to thank our listeners for always uh, tuning in to the podcast. Um, I think Eve and Peace would like to say something. Uh, well, uh, the comments on the uh, YouTube channel have been really amazing. It's been really good to hear um, voices from our listeners telling us what they like, what they don't. Um, and also being able to reply to them and say, hey, you know, keep listening. Um, don't forget to um, subscribe if you are listening. Um, you know, we had um, we had a record number of listeners, and it would have been great to have uh, even more subscribers. So um, look out for the new episodes um, where we've got more exciting stuff coming along. Um, mm-hmm. So don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast channel so um, you can hear our newest updates as they come out. As they say on YouTube, oh, yeah. smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very true, very true. Yeah, yeah. so uh, for, uh, for, for today's episode, um, of course, we have a, our little segments and then we will go on with... Um, interviewing Lady Ain, our special guest for this episode. Um, so maybe I'd like to start with Eva. What would you be talking about on this episode? Uh, <laughs> I love the bus. I'm being thrown under the bus. Yes, of um, course. It's the best place well, to be. <clears throat> it's the best yeah, place seniority I'm... first. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so used to being under here that uh, the bus is, the underside of the bus is clean. It's dry. <laughs> Ah. And it's war and it's warm because the exhaust is here. So um no, I <laughs> wanted to briefly mention I mean I briefly mentioned uh DeBell uh in the last episode uh as a bit of tongue in cheek with uh, Reese. And I just wanted to uh, mention him again today. His adventure um abilities has gone through the roof. Uh he's in fourth place in total. Uh he's got over uh three hundred one ten K star maps now 
Um, I've watched a few of his videos. You should probably go out and find him on YouTube. Um, his, his YouTube videos are very informative, uh, help you with um, lots of things. So uh, by all means, go out and have a look. Um, the other thing I quickly wanted to talk about was um, playing on the team Extreme Speed uh, with Lapita. Um, it's been almost a month of being on their team as a guest. Um, it's been a great experience. I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's been good to be able to go back to grassroots and just play the game for playing the game's sake. Uh, but also, um, uh, you know, Lapita and I have put some tips in the um, in their channels, on their Discord channels, to help with um, the lower GP players play the game. And we had some strategies for that as well, which was really cool. Um, so it's been great to be on that team. I think I have a funny feeling I'm going to be doing a month with Team Canada, or not Team Canada, with just Canada next. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. But I haven't, I haven't confirmed that with the leader, and I thought I might <coughs> just reach reach out and see if they would have me. So, lady, would you have it? I said, yeah, I would absolutely love to have you. Ah, cool. Well, um... Once the month end finishes, I will switch over. I'll come over and uh, have a have a month with uh, Canada, which will be good. Looking forward to it. That would be so amazing. Cool. All right. Well, um, that's it for me. Sorry, I've been very, very, very quiet. I've had a very busy couple of weeks, so I've been um, not really concentrating on stuff. So here we are. <laughs> All good. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go on next to Pete with his events. Now Public. I must. Thanks for calling it my events. <laughs> we we did have we did have some suggestions, but most of them weren't PG. So um, <laughs> we'll we'll keep those suggestions for the naming of Pete's uh, event uh, to ourselves for the short term. But yes, thank you for all those who contributed. Um, but we did need to keep it PG. Sorry. Yeah, 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 we do, we do. What was your favourite one? I can't say. If I say it, I have... Really good if I say it, I have to bleep it out anyway. So uh, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I'll start off today with the public event. Uh, this week's public event is called Bill's Last Tour and... I don't know what that means. Is Bill going to be going away? Mm. Mm. Um, There's only one vehicle available, and that is the hill climber. And you have every part in your garage, so there's no restrictions. If you have max, then that's awesome. If you don't, then that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a time attack sort of event. And I suck at time attacks. I've only been getting... Small amounts of scores. That's okay. You get that. But um, it's, it's time time attack on the old tracks, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's, um, oh, when I say old tracks, I mean tracks that replicate hill climb one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nobody really knows them, but that's okay. Yep. You, you did get a couple of them in team events every now and then. Yep. Yeah. They're all all new to me. <laughs> <laughs> team events. That one is called. Tilted Turnover, and the, it is a four-track event with five vehicles available. Uh, track one is a time attack, and I have been using the 
Superbike with Start Boost, Afterburner and Coin Boost. And I've watched a few videos and the pros seem to be using a different strategy, which is Thoughts Car, Afterburner, Coin Boost and Landing Boost. Um, we're getting similar times with the sports car and superbike, but they use the superbike somewhere else and it's just swapped around, which means they get a better score. Track two is a wheelie track, and I've been using the super diesel with wheelie boost, wings, and magnet because that fuel that's tucked away in a little crevice is really hard to get. I don't know if you guys are using magnet as well. Yeah, I am. I Every time I've tried not using it, I've just missed it and then, yeah, failed miserably. But the pros are using the same vehicle with wings, coin boost, and wheelie boost, and they managed to somehow just land on it. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. But never mind. Um, track three is a time attack track with, I'm using sports car, afterburner, coin boost, and fuel boost. I can't remember the name of the track, but it's an underwater track, and you've got to go through all these tunnels and then dodge the submarine, which I, I know for a fact that Eva's having trouble dodging that submarine. Well, it's in deep dive. It's one of the deep, deep dive, dive tracks. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's a pain in the backside. <laughs> it is a pain in the backside. I've worked out a way to, to dodge it using the sports car, and I'd turn up all my um, downforce to about 15, 15 or 16, not all the way. Yeah. So yep. I went over it and then nosedive downwards to try and hit the, the downhill ramp and then go up into the, the tunnel. Which nice. works out most of the time. Every now and then I nosedive into the submarine and do a flip and just fail. But um, the pros are using the superbike here with start boost, afterburner, and coin boost. Track four is a cargo track. And I've been using the lowrider, afterburner, coin boost, and fuel boost. Thank you, Eva, for that tip. <laughs> And the pros are using the same vehicle with Start Boost, Afterburner, and Coin Boost. There's only a little bit of difference in scores. I'm using, I'm getting 21k, whereas the pros are getting around 37 to 38. <laughs> Just a slight difference. Close. But yeah. That's, that's my team events and public events. If anybody has some notes they'd like to add, no? Well, I'd like to know how to not lose one or two cans when going over that bump. Um, jumping. <clears throat> you got to jump a little bit before it, but don't have your jump. Oh, what are they called? Not jump shocks. Suspension, I suppose. Yeah. Don't have it up too high so you don't jump up and hit the roof. Oh, okay. Because I did hit the roof when I tried. Yeah, you got to downgrade them. Okay. And yeah. Thanks. Oh, no worries. Anything else? <laughs> I said, yeah, can you do it for me? <laughs> uh, no, 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 I can't quite get there. Sorry. <laughs> my arms aren't that long. If only, right? I would ask myself also. I would ask Pete to do it for me. <laughs> but that's mm -hmm. not really possible. Uh, okay, so thank you for that, Pete. So actually, for this episode, I did not really have anything much to discuss because I was looking forward to having the update. I would be talking about that 
when I have it, but unfortunately, I don't have it. It has been how many days? I still don't have the update. Do you guys have the update? Uh, no, I don't have the update on my alt. Mm -hmm. and, and yes, you... I do on both accounts. And on my both son's accounts. phone oh. also has it. Oh, Lady Ain, so do you have the update? I do not have it on either account. Yeah, yes. so I'm still waiting, you know. <laughs> Everyone's excited. And I'm also excited. I'm still waiting. So what, what can we do? We'll just wait. Everybody should have it by Tuesday. Oh, yeah. by Tuesday. People keep posting their new tracks and I want to try them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we Agreed. do. We do. Yeah. Agreed. So I was I was reading on the Kill Climb Racing um, Discord server and I found some new channels. And the name is uh, HR2 Track Editor and it has sub channels um, which are staff pick, share your levels, share cool levels where you can share someone else's level. And then oh. there's this, yeah, there's the sub channel <clears throat> which is called early access bugs and the feature request and feedback channel. So, yeah, I think this will be helpful for us if we have, we all have the update and uh, enjoy the level editor. Do you guys enjoy the level editor, Pete and Eva? Um, well, I haven't played with it yet. Yeah, I don't have access to it because I don't have VIP yet. Okay. I say yet like I'm going to get it. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm still free to play, so I'm going to try and keep that streak and just mooch off everybody else's awesome tracks. Mm -hmm. I I haven't I haven't joined rejoined VIP. Um, mm -hmm. Plan is to do it when I've actually got some time on my hands. So this week coming mm -hmm. up is probably when I'm going to start. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> Re rejoin VIP and get the track editor working and start doing some tracks. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to having a play. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. What about yep. the other aspect of the update? Since I don't have it yet, what about the Nitro Boost? Um, have you got them? I've only got Nitro Boost on one car. I don't even know which one. I can't remember. <laughs> um, I To be honest, I got the update. Tuesday or Wednesday, and I have had very little playtime because of just a whole lot going on. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And what about you, Pete? How many yeah, Nitro same. Boosts have you got? I've actually got none. I haven't had a <laughs> single one. Okay. Um, I haven't been keeping an eye on the shop where they have, mm -hmm. they have been yeah. popping up for certain vehicles, but yeah, I just, I just don't. Don't have the time. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Mm. Let's start. Let's start chest hunting. <laughs> let's yeah. start chest hunting. Yeah, for the nitro boost. Yeah. I think maybe next season I'll have to finish the season to fifty. Yeah, 50 finish the road to legendary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you have the legendary chest, so that will be helpful. That's all for our segments. Uh, now we'd we'll be. Asking Lady Ain, asking how she discovered the game, asking her previous teams, and when did you start playing um, Hill Climb Racing 2? Well, I know it was before COVID started because I remember thinking, when am I going to have enough time to play the game? And then all of a sudden, all I had was time to play the game. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think all of us have a little bit of time on our hands back then. <laughs> did you play HR one? I did not. Just before we yeah, just before we go any further, do you want to give Lady Ayn a really nice introduction? Oh, I I forgot that part. <laughs> I guess I jumped. I was excited to to talk to her. I'm excited to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. But we it, it, we'll it have to redo to too, the. So don't worry. Yeah, we'll have to do to redo the whole thing. Um, I I'm actually going to ask you a little bit, Eva, because actually you introduced Lady into us. I'd like to extend a very warm welcome to Lady Ayn, um, someone I met uh, through the Club of Leaders channel and being on uh, OnlyFans for a short term for the month. Really, really warm welcome to her. She's very accommodating, very friendly, very helpful. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing on her team. Uh, she's the leader of uh, Canada and uh, look forward to... Um, being a monster and having some fun. So welcome to the podcast, Lady Ayn. How are you? So thanks, Eva. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm doing really good. Thanks. We're really glad to have you on the podcast and not just on the podcast. I must say, we are glad to have you in the AusNC server and we are glad to have you in Team 3 because your alt account is in Team 3. It is, and I have learned a lot. It, it has been very fun having you in our team and in, our, in the server and here finally on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, tell us a little bit something about yourself. Um, how did you start playing the game? Um, did you ever play HCR um, 1 and uh, what teams you've been on? I did not play HCR 1. I actually didn't even consider playing any kind of video games because of my vision problems. But mm -hmm. my husband played the game and I could not understand why he was always late coming to dinner and why if I asked him even a simple yes or no question, he couldn't answer me. And why, you know, if I tried to persist, he would say, you made me die or I had to kill myself. So <laughs> I, wanted <to> know, <laughs> I wanted to know what this game was that was coming between us in our relationship so i downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> so he he played ahead of you like for for how long has he been playing before you downloaded the game um i don't know it was a while i mean i had a lot of patience mm -hmm. and i would get really frustrated so it was a while and one mm -hmm. thing that i right away is that the game has a pause button <laughs> uh, no comment <laughs> <laughs> the only the only problem with that pause button is when you press play again, you always die. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you try and pause it and then keep going, it's just instant death. Okay, but if I've spent all my time making a wonderful meal, just push that pause button. Mm -mm. No, no time. you got to keep going. <laughs> anyway, obvious I got addicted game. Yeah, good on. And now I, now I play the game. Yes. And now yeah. you know the struggles of the pause button. <laughs> the pause button is actually um, mom-friendly. You know, like you have to do chores at home. You just pause it for a little bit, go on with your chores, and go back to the game. Right, Lady Ayn? 
That was a really good point because I, I feel like I'm expected to be able to cook, clean, and hold an entire conversation while I play the event. <laughs> That's pretty skilled to be able to cook and play in time. <laughs> I, I would like to me. hear comments yeah. from other women who play the game if they're kind of expected to do that too. <laughs> Trust me, before I was ironing clothes, playing a Playing a cup race, then iron clothes, then playing a cup race, and go on, go on and on. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, um, how, which teams have you been on during your entire time that you've been playing the game? Well, I don't remember the name of the first team that I was on, um, but I, I did find that the it, it wasn't fun. It was really stressful. And since my husband was on a different team and he didn't seem to have mm-hmm. the same kind of stress, um, I went looking for a different team and I ended up on Team Scotland um, where I had a lot of fun, but then there were some changes, some people that left, some people that came and, and finally I decided that uh, I think my time was up there. So I went to find the Indian team and that's how I found Team Canada. Oh, so you didn't create yeah. Team Canada? Yeah, that was... Oh, no. No, 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 no. Um, actually, we were one team, Just we were just called Canada. And then uh, over the years, that has changed and become a group of teams. I see. Is, and you're, is there a and you're, Team Canada instead of just plain old Canada? There is a Team yeah. Canada, but okay. So <laughs> there, there was one team, and then it became two teams, and then it became three teams. And I was playing on Team 1, um, and... Team three reached out and needed some help uh, to stay in the division that they were in. So I volunteered to go to team three. And what I really enjoyed about team three was all of the new players that were there. They all had questions and um, I was able to answer their questions and help them improve their game. And that wasn't something that I got out of team one because we were bouncing between division one and CC all the time. So no one needed any help. Uh, I felt a lot more useful on Team 3, and uh, so I decided to stay there. And then um, the leader of Team 3 went dark. And so, Shredder, if you're listening, we all want to know if you're okay. (laughs) We we haven't heard anything. So I ended up taking over that team. And then there was a huge merge between um, Alliance Quebec, Too Much Clutch, and Canada. And basically, all of the players from those three teams that wanted to play at a CC level uh, took out the went into our Canada One team, and uh, so then our team two and three just became um, two Division One teams. Where we are now. Nice. That's a lot of moving. <laughs> That's a lot of moving. <laughs> But it happens to us too in OSNZ, so that's relatable. Um, my question is, you live in France, right? But you play in yes. Team Canada. Did you not want to join uh, any team from in France? Uh, I really like being able to speak English and mm-hmm. have the cultural references. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, it, no, it gives me some time to kind of be with people that understand what I'm saying. I'm not yeah, saying that yeah. I don't French. It's just that the cultural references are different. Um, you know, like if we're going to quote a movie, usually I know those those quotes in English, and it's it's just it's different. So I really enjoy being able to be with Canadians for part of my day. Mm-hmm. Could I just ask? Um, sorry, what's your nationality? That's my main question. Are you French Canadian or French Canadian? Yeah. I actually have dual citizenship. Uh, I am Canadian from the English side. I was born near Vancouver, 
mm-hmm. but I also uh, have an Italian citizenship. So that allows me to live and work in Europe. Then you resided in France. <laughs> yes. Well. Okay. Yeah. um okay maybe eva do you have any question um i'm just going to quickly touch back on something you said something about being visually impaired do you have a driver's license Uh, (laughs) well i have an in-game driver's license (laughs) yeah but that's what i was trying to mean that's what i was getting at you you don't have a driver's license to drive a car legally no I mean, I did have one uh, when I could see, but now uh, I am not eligible for a driver's license. Right. Okay. So uh, the obvious question is then, how do you play a visual game on a tablet or phone or whatever? Uh, well, with a lot of patience. <laughs> I <laughs> I recently got a new phone and... Um, well, it was a Christmas gift, and it was very thoughtful of my husband to consider my uh, abilities because he, he didn't get me the newest version of the phone, an older version of the phone. Uh, but he got me a Pixel because I love to take pictures of dogs, and he saw that the, the newer versions were bigger. And my vision is, I mean, I can see correctly, but I only have a small amount of vision, so it's like looking through straws. So I can see a lot better on my phone than I can on a TV. Yep. That would be so frustrating. Well, I can give you some examples. Like when I do a perfect start, I have to look at the, the numbers, the countdown, and so I count down with it to get the timing right. And just before it hits one, I switch my vision to the RPM meter so that I can get it in that red zone when it hits one. I can't see the numbers at the RPM meter at the same time. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That's very, very, very interesting. Yeah. It is. Yes, it, it does become a challenge. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's some people on my team who have been really helpful, especially when posting tips and they say something like, look at the spot where there's a bush or base it on when you see, um, you know, wheelie or something. And I'll say, okay, can you please post a screenshot and point out where that is? Because there's no way that I can watch my car and find... Uh, whatever spot they're talking about at the same time. So they'll post a screenshot and they'll show me. And so I know when I get to that point in the game, I have to shift my vision to something else. Wow. Okay. That sounds like a lot of concentration. Mm-hmm. And skill. Well, it was It wasn't first. But now okay. I can listen to your podcast and play the game at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and cook. So... And also iron the clothes. And... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I suppose the next question I have is then, um, you know, you, you is it is it fun or is it is it hard work or is it fun? Is it is it something you do to relax? Oh, I definitely do to relax. Uh, if it keeps my brain occupied, but I'm not thinking about the other ten thousand things that I have to do. Yep. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Oh, very cool. I mean, obviously it can be frustrating, but I've seen that it's frustrating for everyone. (laughs) You're not feeling as special anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, it's really good when I find out that things are frustrating for everyone and it's not just because of my vision problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, um, I mean, it's hard enough for us to concentrate 
with good vision on where we're looking at and what we're doing and not being distracted and everything else. And by the sounds of it, you're applying a whole lot more focus to be able to play the game. But in doing that, you might be also zoning out on a lot of things that could distract you. Yes. You know, things things like your husband asking where the shoes are and, um, you know, is dinner on yet or stuff like that. And you just go, <laughs> oh, sorry, you made me die. How did you know that he does that? Uh, I'm psychotic. A psychic. 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 <laughs> don't play that one out, please. No, I don't. That's that's one of my that's one of my Freudian slips on purpose. I do it a lot. Uh, and you know uh, and you good. know a lady in. I, I must add. I think you are really enjoying the game because um I've seen your kilometers. I've seen the <laughs> the amount the amount of time you spend in the game from your kilometers and your scores and your team event scores. And I, I can truly say you're you're enjoying it might be challenging, but your visual impairment doesn't hold you back in enjoying the game. I think you, you score better than me, to be honest. Uh, even if my my vision is, you know. Um, it's, it's 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 good, but you know, um, I think it's what you enjoy in the game that makes you go on and play the game and lead your team and lead and be a part of the hill climb racing to community. It really is, and I I really love it. It's become a huge part of my my life. But it, I do mm-hmm. have problems because of my vision. Like the first month that I was on your team, I did a lot of kilometers, but I also did a lot of kilometers on my main account. And mm-hmm. then I started having problems with my eyes. So you may have noticed mm-hmm. that this month, a bit, I've had to step away from the phone, and and I have to remember not to lose my vision because I want to play a game. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sound advice. Sound there's, advice. There's also the whole, like, you don't want to lose your vision thing. Like, but no, the game's definitely the, the main reason. <laughs> Can I ask the question, is the vision going to get better or is it going to progressively get worse? Uh, you know what? I really wish that I had an answer to that. Um, I go to a neurological hospital every three to six months to have every aspect of my vision tested it's um it's an exhausting process but i have to do it to to see if my vision has stayed stable um because i can lose it at any point um Mm. if i get old tomorrow um Mm. i could go blind and at the beginning of this whole vision issue i was completely blind for several months and it was really really difficult physically emotionally it was it was hard um, and now that I do have a bit of vision back, I'm really working hard to, to maintain my health so that I can keep what I have. But I don't know if it's going to get worse or if I'm going to lose it. It will never get better. Okay. And it does fluctuate throughout the day, depending on how hot my body gets, how stressed I am, how tired I am. Yep. Um, how about you, Pete? Do you have uh, some questions before we go on to the community questions? Um, well, not so much a question, just more of a reminiscence of when you joined team three um we were actually recording or just about to or finishing a recording of the podcast and you were talking to eva via dm saying that you had a new account that you wanted to join in what are the odds that you um you started off with oz and z during a podcast and now you're on the podcast i I thought that was a bit of a crazy coincidence (laughs) 
Well, I think you have your accents to thank for that. (laughs) 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 No, I was hoping it wasn't going to get to this. It was. I I remember. I said, "Bring her in the podcast, Eva." I remember yep. saying that. <laughs> and now you're here. And now you're here. And we're I thankful think, that you're yeah. here. I think it's your strong beard accent, Pete. My strong beard. <laughs> I don't have a strong beard. It's always the beard. It's always the beard. <laughs> it's definitely the beard. It's yeah. Definitely the beard. Yeah. <laughs> It it resonates. Wow. It resonates, uh, Pete. Just in case you hadn't you hadn't picked on that. Resonates, does it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah. Um, so, how have you been enjoying your time in Team Three? Because I see you've what? you've grown your GP quite a bit in there. That's the accents. <laughs> <laughs> Have you um, have you found it a struggle with the lower garage, or is oh, it a, yeah. a good challenge? I mean, it's frustrating. I can't play anything the same way. I'll go on one phone and play the event and figure out the right strategy, and then I have to completely change that strategy for the low GP account. Maybe not even using the same vehicles, um, mm-hmm. but it has been interesting, and I really like um, I really like puzzles. So it, it's kind of like that. It's been it's been. I don't know, interesting is the only word I can find. But I really have also learned a lot from being team free, uh, just because uh, Pete and JR have a different leadership method than I do, and, and I really like it. So um, I've tried to learn and follow some of the things that they do. Awesome. Thanks for that. Yes. We do try. We are very, <laughs> <laughs> we are very glad that you, we have you in team three. And thank you for the several pings when I miss uh, joining the match, starting the match. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, and also your um, a bit of your input in the in the game that you share with everyone in Team Three in the Discord server. So, being a true leader, um, we do that to our team members. So, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, and I, I think I think part <laughs> of part of being a low GP player when you've got a high GP account. And your ability to change up the way you play, the vehicles, the uh, parts you use um, to get a good score makes you actually better a better player in the long run. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're actually looking for alternate ways to do exactly the same thing. And I mean, you know, we all call our second accounts our alts. Um, and I think part of the, it being an alt account is because sometimes you have to do things in an alternate way to get the same result or get a to get a, a good result. Um, yeah. So yeah, being able to to look at the like you said, you know, you like puzzles, and effectively all these levels are are just different puzzles, and attacking them in different ways to be able to get through them as quickly as possible, as far as possible, while using you know the tools we have. Uh, at our disposal to be able to get the game to play the way we want it. So they are little puzzles. They are little, you know, bounce here, land there, you know, launch yourself into that, launch yourself off that. Um, And then, you know, with something, with an account that doesn't have the same ability, you have the way of going back and changing certain things of it to make it faster in other areas, which gets you a different run, but, you know, still quite, powerful 
Yeah, absolutely. I actually never thought of it that way as a puzzle. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, they they are the tracks themselves are puzzles because you know yeah. the, the amount of the amount of dips and where you land and mm-hmm. and it's it's just a matter of landing in the right spots. Um, and I, I always say, you know, most of the uh, most of the daily runs where you're trying to go as fast as possible, it's the first bounce that sets you up for the rest of the run. Yeah, because you know you're going you're going that three percent faster because of the first bounce or the first landing, and that three percent faster gets you over the next obstacle, which gets you over the next obstacle, which gets you to the end. You know, it's it it is it's it's um and you know yes it's momentum it's momentum based and physics based and all that sort of stuff, but um there is there's there's an element of puzzle which I think is what makes it um so um addictive yeah it is yeah mm. sorry that was a little digression there <laughs> that was, it was great yeah that's all right um so i think we could go on to the community questions sure yeah okay. i would like to start yeah i would like to start with my first question um what are your other hobbies other than playing hcr2 there's other things <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you didn't you didn't know? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um That's an excellent yeah. Well, going back to liking puzzles, uh I spend some time doing genetic genealogy and um I really that's taken up a lot of time for me over the past few years. And I was recently um, given a position uh, at a nonprofit organization in the U.S. as a as a volunteer to uh, do genetic genealogy for people who are looking for their uh, birth parents. And wow. so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Oh, that's very cool. That's very cool. Being able to help. How do you get involved in something like that? How do you do, how did you start getting into that? It's one of those things that just I fell into. It was weird. I knew I was coming. I was going to come to France um, for a year to improve my French. And um, Ancestry uh, had a some kind of deal on where they give you two weeks free access to their site. And so I thought, huh, I bet I could figure out my family tree in two weeks. I just wanted to know where in France the French Canadian part of my family came from. And uh, two weeks was not enough. I ended up spending years on it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then um when dna kits became um more widely available uh i had thousands like i think i had almost four thousand people on my family tree at that point uh i decided to do a dna test and that was able to i was able to to see so much more with the results of of my dna and then because i had such a a large comprehensive family tree um, people that i was related to started messaging me saying okay, um, I, I know who my grandparents are, but can you help me find my great-grandparents? And so I, I looked, at, and DNA, the genetic genealogy was just coming out as a as a profession or a hobby or, or whatever. And I so I looked at it and I said, yeah, I think I can. If I just triangulate your DNA, my DNA, and a common ancestor, we can figure that out. And so I started helping people that were related to me in that way. And um, I listened to a lot of podcasts. So I listened to a lot of uh, stuff about genetic genealogy. Uh, during that podcast, um, somebody mentioned this society in 
the U.S. called Search Angels, uh, where they help people to find their birth parents. And I thought, are you kidding me? That would be fantastic. I could do that. So I applied. And um, unfortunately, they didn't have any any spots for people with my qualifications when when I applied, but they said they would, you know, keep me on file. And I thought, yeah, sure, you know, just like everybody, we'll keep your resume on file. But then they reached out to me and asked me for my help. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited. That's very cool. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah. That is really cool. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Pete, your question? Yes. Um, I'm actually going to ask one of my own questions. Um, you said earlier your vision is like looking through a straw. Um, yeah. Is the rest of that vision that you can't see, is that like a blur or is it dark? It's neither. neither. Uh, is that, <laughs> before I lost my vision, I never would have even thought to ask that question. Mm. Um, but it's not. It's just not there. There's nothing. So it's just blackness. There's no blackness. There's absolutely no blackness. <laughs> I mean, I can, what I see is, I mean, I see, I see my brain processes what I see in exactly the same way that yours does. So I have no idea mm. that there's anything missing. In fact, I had 12 yeah. years of losing my vision and I had no idea. Okay. It's like, it's like people who have extreme peripheral vision. They can see yeah. well past, they can see well past their cheeks and stuff and all that sort of stuff, but they don't know that they have extreme peripheral vision. They just have that's extreme. What they're used to. Yeah, that's what they're used to. And I think yeah. sight and color are two of the things that intrigue me the most because no one sees everything the same way you do because there's no way you can measure your sight against someone else other than 2020 vision, which is, you know, yeah, you can read something from a distance. Um, no one can explain how you perceive. Uh, the th third dimension, three-dimensional stuff or two-dimensional stuff or anything like that. It's uh, it's all your perspective. It's all your your own personal perspective. It can be measured. Um, I know because I have, well, to, well, sit, yeah. <laughs> I have to sit in this yeah. horrific machine all the time to have uh, my vision measured. And so I can see, they'll do a printout for me and I can see what the average person can see and then compare my vision to Yes, agreed, agreed. But none of us sit in that chair um, to, to know how much we can actually see. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. And, you know, the fact that I, you know, two people could stand side by side looking at exactly the same thing and focus on completely different parts of it. Um, it intrigues me because of my photographer style, my, my photography background. Um, because, you know, for most of my early career, all, all I ever wanted to do was capture everything. I have mm -hmm. really wide peripheral vision. I love seeing, mm -hmm. you know, everything in the shot, you know. So mm -hmm. my my go-to lens was a 1635. I was always shooting, you know, somewhere between 16 and 20 mil, which is, you know, two times wider than what you physically see out of your eye. Mm -hmm. um, and for a year... I decided to do a challenge, which was, um, I called it a 135 challenge. I was using a, a lens that was five times closer than, you know, normal vision. So it was very similar to, you know, something like what you see. You, you're seeing stuff in a tunnel as opposed to seeing everything else around you. Um, and I changed the perspective of how I would 
photograph stuff because I was using this longer lens and using it for a year, a photo a day for a year, uh, helped me get a different perspective on the same scenario, if that makes sense. Oh, so that's really cool. Mm. But again, you know, like two people could stand in the same spot with the same equipment, same camera, and walk away with two diverse images wholly and solely because what they see that attracts their attention is different to what I see. I go on walks with my husband, and um, we, we have that happen all the time where I'll, I'll point something out, and he doesn't even understand how I saw that. Sometimes yep. I'll find money, and uh, yep. he won't keep walking because he's concentrating on, on moving forward, and I'm concentrating mm -hmm. on what's on the ground in front of me that can kill me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you were to yes. come to Australia, there is lots of things that everything wants to kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything. Uh, oh, very great stories. If it walks around in the grass uh, and you're in a in a forest somewhere, it will try and kill you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, seeing. Um, you know, one of the things I, I love doing when I'm on a holiday somewhere, which has been a long time since I've done this, but um, is just to um, wander away from the hustle and bustle and look up at stuff that no one looks up at. Um, to just see the stuff that people walk past every single day and don't admire or, you know, don't admire, they don't understand it's even there. Like you said, you find stuff that your husband misses because you're looking for other things um, and stumble across the stuff that he's just standing over or stepping over. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I think Sorry. that's a really important thing to do. I, whenever I'm outside, I, well, inside too, but especially outside, I'm constantly scanning everything around me. My eyes are constantly moving all over the place to try and get in the most of my surroundings. And so I do tend to see things that others don't see, even though I have a visual impairment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I, I tend to understand why. I, I understand why that is. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really cool. As much as it's not because of the fact you have visual impairment. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not going to stop me from walking into some open shutters or tripping over a hole. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So does that mean it's my question? It's your question. I believe it is, yeah. Well, I um, kind of asked a question that has been asked by two or three people. So I'm going to give shout outs for that and then I'll ask a separate question. So, Mori, mm -hmm. uh, said Mori, shout out to Mori, whose uh, 50th was just yesterday. Um, he's, he's, he's asked the obvious question how do you play a visual game then? We've answered that already. Um, uh, a, a person called I am or I am. Uh, has asked, um, how do you manoeuvre around a game that specifies vision? So I'm not going to ask that. We've already gone past that. Um, Z Gal has asked, what fact about your vision, or just you, tends to surprise people? We've answered part of that, but I'm sure there are other aspects of you that surprise people. So please share that with us. Um, well, I'm surprised all the time about how people react to my vision loss, because some people are absolutely incredible and some people are just the opposite. Um, so if I go to a restaurant, sometimes people will, well, mostly they speak to Patrick instead of me and ask if I need a menu. Um, 
And so I'll answer, I mean, I'm, I'm capable of speaking and I'll say, yes, I can see a bit. Um, and so I'll, I'll take a menu. Other times they just won't bring a menu for me. They'll just bring one for Patrice. They see the white cane and people automatically think that I'm blind. Um, and yeah. having a white cane does not mean that the person is completely blind. It's just for me that the, the most help the white cane gives me is letting people around me know that I have vision problems. Uh, and that gives me a little bit of extra space to walk around. Um, when I do fall or have accidents, it's because I've left the house without my cane, um, which I do yeah. often to, to walk dogs. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess the most surprising thing is, is people's reactions. Uh, sometimes if I'm standing in line somewhere, um, people will just very quietly step in front of me. <laughs> oh, and that's when the cane helps. You just smack them in the back of the leg. <laughs> well, uh, very hard. I do say um, I can see you, um, but smacking people with the cane does happen. Um, there are times yep. where I do pretend that I'm completely blind because I know that if I try to make a verbal response to something somebody just did to me, it's not going to end well. So yeah, I'll just, yeah, you know, yeah. walk into them with my cane. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. I, I had a, a, a an understanding there was no one in front of me. Yeah, I had a guy, um, I, I was on the sidewalk, um, and Patrice was with me, and uh, um, he decided to park his car on the sidewalk. Like, he actually drove up onto the sidewalk and blocked my path. Oh, and, uh, wow. I... I accidentally took a golf swing at his car and uh so he got out and started screaming at me and <laughs> my response was i'm sorry i didn't see you there <laughs> i was just practicing my golf swing right here and your car just happened yeah. to be there <laughs> yeah oh geez that's oh, that's terrible like um uh, we can laugh at it now but that's the, the fact that someone thinks they can get away with it it's just, mm. yeah. I try very hard to use humor to get through my day. Yeah, yeah. Um, JR, your question. Yeah, my question is uh, more on the game, and this is from Brandon. Uh, he would like to ask, what is your favorite vehicle in HCR2, and what is the best food in your country? Mm. My favorite vehicle is the muscle car. Um, I absolutely love how fast that thing can go. Yeah, it's a yeah, very it's cool a, car. It's a really good car. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh, yeah. It's one of my new favorites, that's for sure. At the first year that I was here, um, I was my thought process was, I need to taste everything because I'm never going to come back here. And that was a bad idea because I gained a lot of weight. They have so much cheese. Like, if you go to the grocery store, they have both sides of an entire aisle are filled with different kinds of cheese. That's I know some nice. of you are fans of cheese. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And the bread, it's, it's a custom here to go to the bakery and get a fresh baguette every day. And that is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Could I just quickly, while we're on the subject of cheeses, what is your favorite cheese? My favorite cheese is called um, Tom du Berger. And it's a berger de shepherd, and so it's a, a semi semi soft, like it's between hard and soft, and it's made um, by either the cows or a mix of cows and goats on someone's farm. Oh, okay, that's different. Sounds nice, it's though. Yeah. <laughs> I do like a nice soft cheese. I actually had some today with lunch. It's <laughs> mm, delish. I'm sorry. Continue <laughs> with your other question answering. <laughs> I butted in there. 
Did you have a, a the best? Did you have an answer for the best food in your country? A very specific food or some or something like that? <laughs> I think it would be really hard to choose. Um, I mean, the cheese here is really good, and the bread is really good. The the pastries are very very different from what I would eat in Canada. Um, I don't know. I think uh, probably my favorite dish, uh, complete meal yeah. to to make and eat is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a blanket of either veal or chicken or, or turkey. It's, I don't even know how to explain it. it it's thicker than stew. It's served with rice or pasta, but it's it's made with a, a base of white wine and cream, and it's probably really bad for your health, but it's really delicious. <laughs> As most delicious things are. Yeah. Okay, that's very cool. Um, do you have another question, Pete, or should we go on to Eva? Uh, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a question. Okay. Yeah, go on. Um, there's a two-part question, but I'm only going to ask one part from Raining Blood. Um, <laughs> why, <laughs> yeah, why did she abandon Canada? Like, why do you live in France now? Uh, for a year um, to, I added an extra year to my degree to come here to improve my French because my master was French and my minor was um, anthropology, archaeology. And um, the goal was to be able to teach social studies in French. And so I really wanted to improve my French so I wouldn't come across as, you know, somebody just learned it as a second language like I, like I am. Um, so I came on an exchange. I picked this city, the city of Lyon, because they had the best um, anthropology program in France. So I just took all of my courses, uh, anthropology, archaeology, um, in French, and then lived my life in French. And the goal was to improve my French. And I very quickly met a French man who caught my attention and ended up staying. That'll always happen. So, so it was <laughs> love that kept you there, but work that yeah. got you there. <laughs> well, um... We've got a couple of questions from Cape, who's a regular contributor to the questions. So big shout out to Cape. Please keep asking questions. He's asked things like, why do you play the game, which we've already covered, um, and a couple other things. But uh, he's asked about favorite vehicle when you go to time, track, time attack track. Um, but the one, there's two things that I wanted to ask from him that he's asked. Um, and one of them is, if you could change one thing in the game, what would it be? It would be the ads. I can't stand the ads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a thing for that. <laughs> there's a thing that you can you can do to get rid of ads. Yeah, play for the game. Well, mm. you know, mm. I just hate the fact that <laughs> you just get that. You get the same ad over and over and over again. It's like, mate, I didn't buy it the first time. You keep shoving it down my face. It's not going to help your cause. No, but what's um, worse is if you already have it. You know, they're like, hey, you should get WhatsApp. No, because I already have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and There's then he's one also... ad that really grinds my gears. Um, it's, oh, what is it called? Crush or... Roll, roll. Now I am going to bleep out because they are not getting free publicity on this podcast. All right. <laughs> this particular ad, it, it lasts about forty-five seconds, and then you have to wait another ten seconds for the little cross to show up. Yeah, it's just one yeah. of those really annoying ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
So his, his other it. part, the other part of his question from Cap A is, is your personality in Discord the same as in real life? To the huge embarrassment of my husband, it absolutely is. <laughs> uh, to all the listeners, um, you need to find out. You need to be on a server with Lady Ain. She is hilarious. She's amazing. She's funny. Uh, she's witty. All of the above. Um, and <laughs> a really, really awesome person to talk to. So um, by all means, you know, if you've got an opportunity to be on a team with her, or be on one of her servers, then go your hardest because um, it's Thanks, worth while. No, <laughs> my pleasure. Yeah. All right, Pete, you're up. Yes, um, I'm going to ask one of my own questions. Um, how do you manage going for a run? Do you need a seeing eye dog, or do you just have your cane to help you? No. <laughs> um, oh, you know, walking is hard. And um, I discovered that I like running because there's a dog that I've been walking every day for the past six years. He's not my dog, but, you know, he kind of is now. And um, <laughs> when you see Squirrel, he takes off after them. And yes. obviously I don't see them the same way that he does. And so being attached to him on the leash, I've learned to start running because otherwise I'll lose my arm. And that's how I discovered that. What's, what sort of dog is that? It must be big. Yeah, he's a, well, it's a, he's a male um, golden retriever. Oh, beautiful. Gorgeous yeah. So that's how I discovered that I liked running. Um, and so then I started running. I have, um, I just walk the same uh, paths. I, I mean, I have different areas that I walk in depending on the weather, uh, the temperature, but they're always the same areas. So then I kind of have an idea of what to expect unless, you know, a tree branch has fallen or somebody's left a shutter open. Or I mean, there's always variables, but I try to always go in the, the same places. Uh, so, so running, when I run, I'm always looking at the ground. I'm not looking at what's in front of me because well, I can only really choose one. I'll kind of move my eyes up and down so that I know, okay, it's clear or there's people up ahead. Uh, but it's very difficult. And a few years ago, um, I had been running every day and I was getting better and better at it. Uh, and then I tripped over a tree trunk and did a couple of flips and um, ripped up the skin on my shoulder and a couple of ribs and that was during COVID so um the doctor that treated me was in a, a complete uh, hazmat suit and everything oh god <laughs> and uh it took me a really really long time to to run outside again I got a gym membership and I started running on a treadmill but it's just not the same yeah it's not is it they say that running on a treadmill will get you nowhere <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Patty did get me uh, a Garmin watch so that I can um, call for help at the push of a button, and uh, it will That's send a, nice. um, uh, a map to his phone with a, an active, yeah, it's got an active uh, GPS link so that even if I get up and start walking again, he'll know where I am and where to come get me. Uh, so it's a bit so like it gives find me my phone, but it's find my lady aim. Exactly, exactly. It gives me a little bit more confidence because I'm always scared that I'm going to fall again. And um, I had a dog with me. He's on a leash. Um, and I always feel safer when he's with me. I mean, it's not like he can do anything. But when I, when I fell, he stopped running and he came right to me. And he stayed right beside me, touching me until I had uh, the energy to get out. And that, I mean, it did help a little bit. Um, but the watch gives me that extra bit. Oh, very cool. Uh, <clears throat> that reminds me of a, a wedding I shot a while ago. Um, I was in Adelaide. I was living in Brisbane at the time. I flew to Adelaide. 
I get to the wedding, um, and the morning of the wedding, as I'm getting out the car to go up to the bride's uh, motel room apartment, uh, my glasses broke in the middle on the bridge. Oh. And I, you know, my re- my seeing glasses broke in the middle on the bridge, and they fell, like, they just fell to the ground as two separate parts. Uh, and I go up to the room, and I'm not, I'm not wearing uh, glasses, and I'm... I'm saying to the bride, look, you know, I can still see. I've changed the diopter in the back of the camera. So if I'm looking through the camera, everything's, you know, clear and don't worry, you know. Um, but, um, you know, we had to shoot outside and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I had some sunglasses in my camera bag that were prescription. So I put these sunglasses on, but they were quite big, black, thick sunglasses. So... Um, I kind of look like, and we, we moved from the outdoor into a, in the public library in Adelaide. And uh, while we're in the public library in Adelaide, I'm walking around with my sunglasses on with two cameras over each shoulder. And I looked like a blind photographer. <laughs> um, it, it, it really looked like I was, I was a blind photographer. And the only thing missing was a cane or a guide dog. So uh, it would have been it would have been good to have a dog at the time, who was just sitting next to me and barking every time he barked. Every time he barked, I'd just turn around and and just randomly shoot at stuff. Um, and if anybody asked, I'd say, "Well, the dog, the dog helps me, you know, look at stuff, and I just shoot whenever he barks." So here we are, you know. But it was it was one of those days. I I now you know what I'm all for pranks like that. So. I, I am on the waiting list for a guide dog, and I will let you borrow him to, to pull that prank. That would be great. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's funny because I um I I now have a spare pair of glasses in my bag because if I if I if I if I opened up my camera bag, there is stuff that I pull out, and people go, "Why do you have that? Why do you have one of those?" One and the story behind why I carry a spare pair of glasses in my bag is just one of the funniest. It's just. I honestly look like a blind photographer. There's there's a photo of me. I'll share it. I'll share it. I'll pull it up and I'll share it because it, yes. it is it is quite funny. Yes. <laughs> we look forward to that, Eva. <laughs> uh, JR, do you have a question? Yeah, I have my two other questions. Um, what is your biggest challenge in managing your team? And do you have any pet peeves within the game? Something that you really find very annoying? Uh, my biggest challenge is that for one week a month, I try not to make any decisions or any big speeches because I know that I'm an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> uh, and my biggest pet peeve is when people fill up the chat with question marks. I've got one here from Goose. As an avid podcast listener, which has been your favorite episode? Am I allowed to pick all of them? Yes, we would love that. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you know, the best um, I listen to a lot of pop um, because it's 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 easier for me than reading. And I started listening to your podcast when um, X announced in the Club of Leaders that he was going to be a guest on your podcast. And I was like, "What podcast? And when do I get to hear your accent?" Uh, because for those who haven't figured out, I absolutely love accents. So um, that was the first episode I ever heard uh, because I wanted to hear X's accent. And then I heard all of your accents and then I was hooked. Excellent. Yeah, I, I love to hear people's like accents as well. I don't it's think just, I have an it's accent. It's very interesting. 
You do have an accent. I like Eva's accent. My accent? Yeah. And your sexy voice. Oh, no. <laughs> but Pete is my favorite. So is that confusing? <laughs> the, you see, Pete, it come out. It come out. You are the favorite. You are the favorite. Not me. You, you. There's no 50 50. I, I did say it. you'd just have to wait. <laughs> I knew it. Wait, I knew you it. find I knew out. But, Lady A, do you have Do you have a. Sorry? You know that JR and I listen to your podcast as we're trying to fall asleep, right? Oh, no, before I became, can I just say this? Um, for Lady Ains, um, how do I say it? Knowledge or something. Before I became a podcast host, okay, from, from episode one up to episode 17, I listened to the podcast repeatedly, okay, while I was cooking, <laughs> while I was doing the laundry, while I was playing the game, right? So I feel like I have, um, they keep me company, in whatever chore or whatever I do in the day. So, so that's just that like hanging that, out with your mates. Yeah, something like yeah. that. So but I became, when I became a part of the podcast, I didn't feel so comfortable at first because this is public speaking, you know, and English is not my first language, but I felt comfortable with them as Pete and as Eva and as GTR. Because I have listened to the podcast yeah. from day from episode one, so yeah, <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> here you are. <laughs> okay, so whose turn is it to ask a question? <laughs> Eva. <laughs> Eva, Eva. Okay, Eva, you go ask okay. a question. Mm-hmm. Um, Tessa has asked a question. One of my favorite favorite people in the game outside of um, the Oz and Z community, she asked the question. Sorry, thanks for asking the question, Tessa. Have you ever had any HCR2 issues due to the fact that you're a female and due to the fact that you're impaired? I think I'd hear, I'd like to hear more about the first half than the second half of that question. Okay. I, I did see that question, and I really liked the question, but I had to put a lot of thought into that. Um, and I think the, the biggest challenge that I have is all in my head. It's trying to uh, keep up with the boys. Yep, I get you. I get you. And I think part of that, and me tongue in cheek calling myself Eva, was uh, the opposite of that. Going well, you know, I'll call myself Eva. It's an acronym for you know every vehicle available, but they'll think that they're up against a female, and then a female will beat them, and it'll be a bit of fun. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, there was that whole thing as well. And I mean, you know, when I first joined Team Cat with with Tessa, um, you know, she was under the understanding I was a female to start with, which in itself was a laugh. Um, but um, in saying that, I think you're right. I think, um, you know, we we burden ourselves with what we think, our perception of what we what we need to do to play the game well. And sometimes we get hooked into that, whether it's male, female, um, all of the above. Yeah. Um, this is from Minstrel. So shout out to Minstrel, who has been a very, very excellent um, guest on our podcast. And she says, yeah. how, how many holes do you have? Oh, oops. <laughs> she said it's the wrong episode. 
But here is her question to you, Lady Ain. For the non-adult, non-female listeners out there, can you please describe in words the full range of emotion evoked when kids call us bruh? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> no. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. There's a, it's, it's something the kids are all saying at the moment. So my action is, what is your problem? I'm not your I'm not, I'm not your friend. I'm not even the same age as you. Just no. You need to when you're speaking to somebody that you don't know, you need to at least be civil and maybe perhaps show a bit of respect. Take it easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and at that point, Lady Ayn uh, hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have been called bro before because my name is Jack. In yes. yes, I have been called several times as bro. Bro. So <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um whose turn is it? Pete? Right. So when when people say that in the OZ server or on uh team three, I tend not to comment because I'm not a leader there. But when somebody says it on my team server or on on my game channel, I do tend to freak out again uh, because I'm, I'm not a man. I'm not your. I don't. I just. I, I hate that so much. Uh, I I I take offense to the word boomer, especially if someone aims it at me. I'm not a boomer. Um, I'm not a boomer, and I think it's one of the worst words you could ever describe someone who has sculpted the horizon, sculpted the country, sculpted where we are right now, um, and to just turn around and say, oh, you don't know how to use technology, you must be a boomer. Um, that is yeah. nasty. That is just I don't nasty. like that. I don't like that. There's an uh, emoji on the server that yeah. is boomer. Okay, boomer. I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> oh, but, well. you know, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Same response. Mm -hmm. Oh well. Uh Eva? Um, there was a question from APMO seven. Um he's asked when did you start playing HCR two? Uh we've kind of covered that already, but thanks for the question. Um and <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, Ghost has asked the question, how long have you been listening to? I was to? hoping, I was hoping you'd ask Ghost's question. <laughs> and very clearly enjoying the podcast. Um, but by the sounds of it, we've already answered that as well. You've been listening for a while. And, um, so do you have a favorite <laughs> podcast host is the question I was going to ask. You know, I, I don't think that's a fair question because I'm a sucker for accents and uh, I love all of your accents. And even though uh, Pete and Eva are both Australian, your accent is a different. Yeah, it's because of where we where we brought up. I, I'm originally from South Australia. So we say dance and, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, garage. Garage. And we, we call it a, a mall. Um, you know, so we, we, we have this, um, slightly more British slang. <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of slightly more British up, up market 
English that was taught to us as kids. And I mean, it's so subtle, it's not funny, but, um, and Pete, Pete is just Pete, you know, the beard accent, you know, comes through. Yeah. <laughs> just a, just a bogan. <laughs> it's not, I did not say bogan. I did not say bogan. I did not mean <laughs> bogan. Um, but it's, it's okay. It's fine. I know where I am. <laughs> Um, JR, do you have a question? This is this question is from Flip, and Flip is from your server, Lady Ain, right? He is Flip. from everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> he says, um, last year you finished first place in the giant enemy clock event. Was that extra special given to your visual impairment, and did you have any celebration? And the second question is, are you able to play the new Captown tracks with a dark background and low contrast for the hidden obstacles? I think there was a wheelie track in there. And, and I absolutely love the wheelie tracks. I'm not good at them, but I do love them. I think that just I had some luck on that wheelie track and mm-hmm. probably got a really, really good goal, put me mm-hmm. ahead of everybody. I don't mm-hmm. think it was a at all. It was more um, I, I haven't made the podium very often. It's uh, I have a lot of trouble with that new track. I did try to play it over and over to try to memorize it, but it's moving pieces as well. Um, I, I don't think the trouble is the dark background because I have a dark background on a lot of things that I use, especially my phone. The, the black background with the white writing is a lot easier for me. Um, but there's something about that cup that's really hard. I don't think it has um, anything to do with... But I am happy to know that it's not just me and my vision it's really hard for everyone mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's a really really hard cup i'm still yet to complete the, th- the third track on that cup i haven't <laughs> finished it once <laughs> okay very good um i think we've covered um, all the I've got, questions i've got a quick question well, it's not really minute. a quick one uh this okay. one's from fiery and it's a three-part question. I'll just yeah, I'll ask them one by one. He says, "I've seen you around in a few servers, but do you have a favorite to hang out in?" I'm not sure how to answer that. Um, there, I guess it depends what's going on. Going, sorry, going on at time in each server. I'm on a lot of servers, and um, most are are English servers. But I am on the Alliance Connect server, and and theirs is in French. So, I mean, I. I think every server has uh, their their qualities. So I I know you like to hang out in certain channels on certain servers, um, <laughs> but is is there one you spend more time in? <laughs> if you're talking about those specific channels, yeah, I do spend more time in the the Club of Leaders one, but that's more because I'm afraid to speak in their other channels because um, X is really strict about language and in in any <laughs> channel other than even if i have a question on a track i'll put it in that one because i know that i can't always uh, control what comes out of my mouth yeah. that's fair <laughs> um the second part to the question is there anyone in the HCR2 community that you look up to or inspires you? I don't necessarily look up to anyone, but there are 
quite a lot of people that I admire um, for different reasons. So here's my time to give a bunch of shout outs, I guess. Um, there's Squawk, who I call Superman, and Horror. I admire them for their compassion, uh, especially their ability to see slight changes in my behavior and send me a message saying, Are you okay? Um, I would like to be more like that. And uh, there's uh, X from Club of Leaders and Flip. Uh, I admire them for their IT skills. Um, I can send them questions if, if I don't understand something, especially if the, the younger kids are talking about something. Recently, there was a discussion about, I guess I probably shouldn't even mention it, but something the kids were doing that would have them banned from the game. And I didn't even understand what they were talking about. So I was able to ask those questions and read a good response in a way that I could understand. And um, That's a good quality to have, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a biting dude who's also known as baby abyss i'm gonna point out that she's a girl <laughs> and <laughs> they're really impressive with stats which i will not touch because i'm just not a math person and so they bring a lot to our teams um, and, and they enjoy being it um there's raining blood because he's able to keep up with my, my smart sense of humor <laughs> um <laughs> Captain A, I'm a really big fan because he's not 18 yet. And the maturity that he shows in the servers that he's on and the way he makes his comments and helps the other players, I find that incredible for somebody who's not an adult. Same. I, I assumed that he was in his mid-20s when I first met him, but he wasn't even 18. <laughs> so, yeah, he's doing very well. And then um, I kind of mentioned this before, but uh, Pete and JR. Uh, because their leadership methods are different than mine, but I really admire that. Um, JR is just a magician, collages, um, so I just I find that super impressive. <laughs> I try. I try to um, be consistent. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I appreciate all your effort. <laughs> yes, no problems, no problems. There is one more question from Goose. Um, and he asked the question, how has being a member of Club of Leaders helped you lead your team? Uh, you know, it's given me different perspectives, um, which is always appreciated, but it's also given me a little bit more confidence, knowing that everybody goes through the same difficulties. And I, I really like that if I do have a leadership problem or a leadership question, I can bet it off other people who may have different than I do, but also who may be a little bit calm because they're not part of the situation. So I find the server very helpful. Ah, uh, cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, very much. So um, at this point, we would like to do the quiz, the never have I ever hill climb racing uh, edition quiz so uh, there are a few questions and one point for each one that you have never done before okay lady okay. Ain, are you ready <laughs> yes. eva are you ready also yes i'm ready to take school <laughs> yes let's do this first question have you ever reached the maximum gp yes <laughs> Oh, yes, you have. Okay. Next question. Have you ever achieved the maximum 15K score in a track? Yes, I have. One time. Very cool. Very I cool. Have. have you ever, yes, have you ever finished the road to legendary? Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, very nice. Next is, have you ever started your own team? 
No. No, you haven't. Okay. And next question is, have you ever spent real money in the game? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have. Yes, you have. Yes. Number six, have you ever participated in any HCR2 tournament? No, I am definitely not good enough for that. Okay, well, number kidding, seven. Uh, you're getting 15K scores, so... <laughs> you must try. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, next question. Have you ever thought of giving up playing the game? Yes, there was one time when I was having a really hard time getting my point across. And it sometimes it's complicated when you have, as you guys know this, when you have more than one team trying to work together as one team. And um, I was really trying hard to get my point across. And I think I was being misunderstood because I have, maybe I have a different perspective, but I have that mom perspective where everybody to be okay and everybody to be happy. And I think yeah. some of the other we're looking at it from the we need to win perspective. And I, yeah. for a second, well, I ended up walking away from the conversation because I didn't want to say anything that I was going to regret. And yeah. while I was trying to calm down, I thought, you know what? I am not going to walk away because my vision is to make sure that everybody on the team is taken care of. And if I walk away, then that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's that's a good way to, to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... The next question is, have you ever posted a suggestion in the Fingersoft server? No. No, you haven't. Next is, have you ever reported a cheater to the Fair Play server? Never. You have never. Okay, next question. Have you had your account flagged for cheating? No, I have not. You have not. Next is, have you ever been banned in any HDR or the Fingersoft server? Once I got a timeout on uh, Club of Leaders because I used a very bad word, but other than that, no. <laughs> well, not really bad, but a, a timeout. Yeah, but that's, that's the yeah. Club of Leaders is not the HCR on any yeah. HCR. Okay, so uh, yeah, timeout banned. Nah, no, I'm going to give you a one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the last question is: Have you ever done a face reveal on any Discord server? Um. Privately count? This server doesn't count. No, I mean, that does privately, like in a, a direct message. No, 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 no. no. Uh, a, a team server. <laughs> like everyone can see. In that case, no, <laughs> not until you. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Not until you post it to me. <laughs> no, we're, we're, and that, po that photo we took, we're not posting publicly. It's just for us. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that's 12, 12 questions. Mm -hmm. And um, I can say one thing. You, are, uh, you, you have the same score as Fingersoft Reese. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's a seven, which is uh, better than the other two um, Fingersoft staff players. <laughs> um, but not Yay. anywhere near, not anywhere near boss, which was at three. So... Uh, unfortunately, you haven't won anything, and <laughs> had you won something, you wouldn't have won anything either. So, um, uh, we just really appreciate the fact that you've had the ability to play the game and uh, have a laugh with us about these questions. So, um, yeah, um, thanks for playing. Um, thanks for being part of it, <laughs> and uh, the insight to uh, being partially banned from 
the club of leaders. I, I'm now intrigued as to why, but we'll leave that for another episode, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we leave a few questions for another episode. Uh, um. Anyway, so I would like to personally thank you, Lady Anne, for coming uh, on the podcast and for being a friend. Uh, you know, we chat on DM and you have, um, like, you were a shoulder, you were um, offering your shoulder to cry on if I have something personal that I go through. So thank you very much for that. And uh, looking forward to spending more time with you uh, on Discord, in-game, and in Team 3, and just um, having you to talk to you and um, getting to know more about you is, uh, is an amazing experience. So thank you very much from myself. You're very welcome. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say thank you very much for, for one, joining the Oz and Z community and joining in on our little podcast. It's, it's been great to get to know you and race alongside you. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm just going to say it was great to um, you know, bump into you on the OnlyFans and um, Club of Leaders. Um, Thanks for the invite to Team Canada. Oh, sorry, to Canada, which led me to a week with a month with Team Canada. Yeah. Um, and I am looking forward to racing with you on Canada next month. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to um, seeing some of the lines and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I wanted to also say thanks for your time and um, for joining. You know, it was a suggestion. It was, you know, past in, in you know in conversation suggestion of, you know, hey, do you want to join our low rank team and all that sort of stuff? And um, it's just gone on from there. So I wanted to say um, it's been it's been really nice to have you on the server. Really nice to have you on OzNZ server um, and to interact with you on the other servers that I'm on as well. So um, yeah, really looking forward to racing with you next month. Yeah. So before we go, me too. Racing with uh, Pete and Jarrah's team has been has been really great. I've I've loved the team on the server being with you guys. Uh, it makes me smile, and that's important. And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I was really excited. I think I told everybody. So uh, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> yes, yes for thank you for, for telling everybody and get the word out. <laughs> Can't wait for the release of this episode. Uh, but before we go, would you like to give a shout out to anyone else in your team in your Discord community? Well, I think I probably should give a shout out to Patty, uh, you know, for having me start playing the game. Maybe not for the right reasons, but um, I've met so many wonderful people. And um, definitely the people on, on the, uh, the Canadian group of teams there have become like family to me. Very good. Very good. Thank you so much for for um, being a guest on the podcast. And uh, thank you to all our listeners who brought in their questions. And on behalf of Eva and Pete, thank you, everybody. See you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody, Bye. for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, look forward to seeing your questions on the uh, YouTube channel. Bye, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy the podcast. And see you all. Bye, everybody.